Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold the potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello and welcome to the Clear History Podcast, the podcast where we go on the internet and look up a bunch of weird shit that we don't want our bosses, our girlfriends, or our dad seeing, and then we talk about it. I'm your old pal Steve, and with me as always is... Hot Hams Megan. And we are back from our hiatus. Sorry we didn't post anything or say anything or do anything. Uh, welcome to season two. Here we are, back, with two guests. We got Trenton Boom Boom. Hey, hey, hey. And we have Sam. Hello. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about alcohol. What? And the dangers of alcohol. <laughs> the dangers? The dangers. Spooky. And I'm going to start. I thought that I would cover a couple historical stories about alcohol. Mm. This one is pretty recent. It says here, in the 1980s, a beer drinking goat was elected mayor of a town in Texas. <laughs> of course, Texas. Perhaps as proof that people are willing to vote for anyone with a shtick, the small town of Lajitas, Texas, once elected a beer-swilling goat as their town's leader in the late 80s. Henry Clay was famous for taking a long-neck bottle of Lone Star beer from tourists upending it in his mouth and spitting the bottle to the ground when it was finished. He was viewed as a firm yet benevolent leader by his people until he was killed by his own son in a heated act of jealousy. <laughs> He's like, Dan, why are you so firm? I think that's really funny because that's just where the article ends. Have you ever had... <laughs> that was it. Have you in ever a heated had... act of jealousy. <laughs> Have you ever had Lone Star beer? Yeah, yeah, it's the PBR of Texas. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. Is that yes, the one with the, the riddles? The star on it? Yeah, the cute little, the, yeah, the, Drinking well, there's the, the little uh, little games on there. Yeah, it, it has the... Oh, uh, on the cap? The yeah, bo- yeah. The bottles, yeah. Usually I'll just drink the cans because I'm poor. You know? Well, the bottles because we're <laughs> fancy, but they, uh, they're a little bit harder than the Mickey's puzzles. Mickey's, they already expect that you're wasted. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, well, let's just shape it in a way that it's comfortable to put in your hand and throw it at a wall or something. Yeah, right. Okay, so next story is a tradition that was started in the early 70s. So it says here, if you ever find yourself in Dawson City, Yukon, you can become a member of the Sour Toe Cocktail Club. Ooh, Sour Toe! Mm, I love a nice cocktail, huh? <laughs> well, if you're in Yukon, you know that you've probably either got to get really wasted or die. Of the 17 people that live there. <laughs> it's so cold, they got to drink it too. It says, all you have to do is go to the downtown hotel, visit the Sour Toe Saloon, and order a shot. You can have any liquor you like, but the drink will include a special ingredient, an amputated toe. Ah, uh, I think I've seen that oh before. Oh my god. The sour toe cocktail will contain a mummified toe floating yes. in your drink. Not only that, but in order to become a member, you must act according to this mantra. You can drink it fast, you can drink it slow. You just don't drink the toe. But your lips <laughs> must touch the toe. Oh. 
I think I've seen Where'd that. They get the on toes? I am <laughs> highly aroused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not really sure yeah. what's it's going like, on. I'm gonna be sucking on that. Big daddy, big toe. The tradition was started in 1973 by Captain, yes, Dick ah. Stevenson, when he found the mummified toe while cleaning out an old cabin. According to local oh, legend, it belonged to 1920s rum runner Louis Lincoln. Probably had That's Lincoln, L I N K E N. Probably the real way you spell Lincoln. That's where Lincoln Park is. What is it? Oh, Lincoln. <laughs> C O L N. No, no, L I N K N. Maybe they found that guy's toe and was like, we should make LinkedIn.com. <laughs> How many like lips a... have touched that toe? Well, mm. along That's with. That's what I was just saying. It has to be the same one. In my head. So this guy, Louis. Ew. The guy, Louis Lincoln. <laughs> no, they just have like 60 toes. <laughs> he found 60 big toes. Well, the, good, the weird thing about Louis Lincoln is that he had more than 10 toes. <laughs> Whoa. They imitated all of them? It says him, uh, Louis, and his brother Otto got caught in a blizzard and took refuge in this cabin. And prior to this, Louis stepped in a puddle and his throat... It's so stupid. <laughs> he stepped in a puddle and his toe froze solid. Oh. To prevent gangrene, Otto <laughs> chopped it off. <laughs> oh, I don't want gangrene. that gangrene. Get that away from me. He chopped it off with an axe and preserved it in alcohol. The original toe they is long gone, it. swallowed by a miner in 1980. Oh. Miner not like underage, though. Like, a, like <laughs> the black lung Well, he's probably up there for the gold rush. But since then, other people have donated their appendages for the cause. No shit. The most recent example happened in April 2018 when Brit Nick Griffiths lost his three toes to frostbite while training for the Yukon Arctic Ultra Marathon! Just training? He lost three toes during yeah. training? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how many he lost during the actual Ultra Marathon. Well, he's <laughs> only got like seven left. Yeah. So. All of them. I imagine he's he like, just has a big He's toes. like, you know what? This sounds like a dumb idea. Maybe I won't do this Ultra Marathon. But I'll give you my toes. Uh, yeah, you That's guys. Gross. So it's like, like you would, gotta lick my toes. Would would you would you do the shot? Would you? I don't know. Uh, that seems like a health hazard. <laughs> it's like uh, I mean, it's preserved in alcohol. Uh, I mean, if you're in the Yukon, you're kind of mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. you're there. You do it. You do it. Uh, <laughs> I like I like, it's like a spooky thought, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it'd be like a I don't know, like skydiving. Let me drink this. But your lips got to touch that toe. <laughs> yeah. It's an adrenaline. You just drink it fast, don't drink it slow. Mm. But either way, you got to touch that toe. I hate that. Then you so pull it out the shot glass and you... <laughs> I think for our Halloween party this year, we should have some fake toe bones. That'd be kind of fun. Glasses. That would be fun. So somebody swallowed that toe while taking a shot. Yeah, it's a minor. <laughs> he was like, well, I've had worse. He was like, ah. Oh. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, alcohol goes straight to your lungs. <laughs> I mean, if it does, you're dead. But <laughs> uh, Okay, that's really gross, but also fascinating. I mean, that that's like way better than eat the worm. It's like eat the toe. Eat the toe, yeah. It's, like, uh, it's metal. Okay, so the last story is called Tapping the Admiral. 
I've done that a couple times. <laughs> is it the rear admiral? Hey, it's actually Admiral uh, Nelson. So, British naval ships often carried plentiful supplies of booze, which were distributed diligently to the crewmen. Some sailors, however, wanted more than their allotted share, so they would bore small holes into the alcohol barrels and drink their contents through straws. This practice was known as sucking the monkey. <laughs> I've also done that a couple times. Which I don't know why, but that sounds pretty gross. So, during the 19th century, it also became known as Tapping the Admiral after a peculiar incident involving Admiral Nelson. What year? 1805. Okay. So, in 2000, it says in 2002, the BBC named this guy Vice Admiral Horatio Nelson. The ninth greatest Briton of all time, distinguished for his service during the Napoleonic Wars. Clearly, Mr. Bean was like number two. Yeah, like two or three. Number one. Okay. He died in 1805 during the Battle of Trafalgar. Instead of being buried at sea, Nelson was brought back to England. In order to preserve his body, he was kept in a cask of rum. And the... Of course, See, the sailors preserve the toe. It's the oh. same logic. They saw it fitting to have a few drinks in Nelson's honor, oh, so they shit. did it by boring holes in the cask and drinking his rum through straws. And they called it tapping the Nelson or tapping the admiral. But hold tapping on. the hold admiral's on. Nelson. Do you think they were like sober? Like we should have a couple drinks in the honor. Are they already like shit faced? We should have a couple drinks of fucking. He would have wanted to drink his body. (laughs) I mean, honestly, if I was preserved in a barrel, fucking just drink my. Well, it's like the same thing of you know, turn me to ash and roll me up in like a joint and smoke me or something. Or like turn me into fireworks and have a show. (gasps) Whoa. Well, yeah, but that's not as gross as like. There's a decaying body in this. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. By the time it got to England, it was like mostly but, but, empty. But the, but the yeah. thing is, everything's like mostly most. Everything would probably be mostly killed. Depending Things are forty percent clean. You're like you know? licking a dead guy, though. Pretty gross. I mean, not the worst Friday night. I don't know about licking. It's more like drinking a dead guy. Yeah, but it goes on your tongue. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. I, I mean, if I was in 1800s in England. And I just, I would fucking drink that Admiral's body just because my life was probably really, probably not great. But well, also, but the real point is of all these stories is that alcohol is what used <laughs> to preserve bodies. It's only so, slightly less effective than formaldehyde. So drinking a lot can't be bad for you. Do you think? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm preserving <laughs> my body it while I'm alive. It is the eternal elixir. <laughs> right, right, all right. Well, uh, I think we got a commercial, and we'll be back in a little bit. Sam Hamwiches, ham sandwiches. Quality hamwiches using the sandwiches. Tell them clear history sent you, and you'll get double the ham free. That's Sam Hamwiches, ham sandwiches. Order today with promo code HAM. Well, uh, you talked about how to preserve dead bodies and alcohol and then lick them. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to talk to you guys about uh, different ways to get drunk without drinking because sometimes you want that feeling, but you don't want to drink because 
You're sick. My tummy hurts. My I don't tummy hurts. So they're apparently. You um, don't want to have alcohol in your breath when you're at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Or, or meeting oh. with your probation officer. <laughs> To drink alcohol, I gotta go to work. Yeah. <laughs> got court in an hour. It's a valid <laughs> argument, and I'm there are ways to lawyer. circumvent actually drinking alcohol. And drinking alcohol, let me just tell you guys, it is not effective at getting you drunk. Ninety percent to eighty-five percent of the actual alcohol gets absorbed in your small intestine. Mm. I got a large intestine. I'll make a small one. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about my intestine. Huh? Yeah. I got a big daddy Whoa. intestine. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are ways to avoid that whole digestion process, which slows down your drunk, and we're going to get to all of them. And I uh, highly suggest that you abandon. Drinking alcohol, um, <laughs> it's not as food. fast. <laughs> it, you know, if, if you have any sort of gastrointestinal intestinal issues, it will just make them worse over time. So here are some options for you. Number one, snorting. Oh, you can, you can snort oh, alcohol. Can, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah. I know you saw me doing it the other day. What do you do? You use a neti pot with some triple sec or something? I guess. I mean, you want like capillaries in your nose. It's the same reason that cocaine works well that way. I mean, you don't want to eat a whole bunch of cocaine. You could. Man. But you'd waste a lot on your All stomach. All the spilled beer I could have snorted, you know. Well, so they actually do make uh, powdered alcohol now, also known as palcohol. I have <laughs> no, yeah, it's like powdered, evaporated. You could snort powdered alcohol, um, but also you could snort the liquid. You just if you ever got liquid into your lungs, that could be dangerous because you could potentially drown if it was too much. But yeah. uh, oh, you know, you have a lot much, of capillaries yeah. in your nostrils, so it gets interesting. You know. Absorbed quicker than in your stomach. We should get some of that stuff and try it. Yeah, powdered alcohol. That yeah, palcohol. I thought that was a pretty clever marketing name. Yeah, right. Pal- Took them probably a long time to think of that. It's like a friend. <laughs> <laughs> palcohol. I mean, what can we rhyme with alcohol? Palcohol. <laughs> All right. It's also a P for powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so your section, second, your section, <laughs> your second option would be to inhale it. So, um, to vaporize alcohol and inhale it. In England, they actually, somebody came up with a machine called the AWOL alcohol without liquid. And it was essentially a vaporizer for alcohol. It was banned before it even came here. I've actually done that, like, smoking alcohol. It was in Lincoln. And then they, like, set it on fire, put, like, yeah. a, put a you cup put over it. Straw. And then yeah. because. That shit fucked me up, too. And you can buy a vaporizer for, like, 45 bucks. Uh, so I was looking at those. With, like, pre-made alcohol? No, you add. No, you can add your own alcohol. You can add, like, a shot or two of liquor. And then it has... It, you vaporize it. You add heat, whatever. And you have that comes with the straw. You yeah. can do that. Same thing. You inhale it, and it, it goes faster. Um, yeah, so take that jewel pods. But I just want to throw out there that I did read a review, and this one guy who I'm assuming his name is probably like Kenny, oh he was like, "Come on, Kenny." <laughs> his review <laughs> said, "Sure, this works if you're a sorority girl, 
And then it went on to say, <laughs> "He's like, I need to, <laughs> you my moonshine isn't working in this." <laughs> so this is perfect for sorority girls or other god-fearing men. You should ingest whiskey the way it was made through your mouth. Oh, it was made in your mouth. I <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. who I'm assuming is Kenny was probably right. You should not vaporize put a unless. Couple, uh, Bible verses behind whatever yeah. you say. Um, I, yeah, but the, anyways, people have said it's like, it's super fast acting, which, same thing for anyone. really is. Well, uh, they did say in the Bible, rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey makes my baby get a little frisky. So. <laughs> that is what it said. It? <laughs> Psalms 29. No, it's Psalms And then the Lord said, rain makes a corn. <laughs> you can also, uh, Use dry ice to vaporize. Oh, tight. The other option for um, getting drunk without drinking would be to eat alcohol. Yeah. So, I mean, I imagine you could buy... Rum raisin. Jello shots. You could get probably the powdered alcohol and put it in... Some like what? Korean beef or something. Stir it in and I'm thickening agent. You could also kinda, soak something know, like in a liquor. Wine, wine cooked chicken. Or what I do, I like, like a this. rum cake, but you don't yeah. like you don't cook all the rum out. Or with the you just pour the cake out. Yeah. What's it? The always sunny uh, rum rum ham. Rum ham, yeah. Well, they say that like when you do like cook with alcohol, that the alcohol doesn't go through. You, but it does. It evaporates. No, it actually does evaporate. Well, if like you cook it at high enough temperature, it evaporates. But it get, still goes in there. Little, not all of it. No. It, I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit, but it should evaporate out. I'm talking about soaking your pre-cooked things in alcohol. Like cherries. Or Oh, like that egg bake that we like to make for breakfast, that you just pour <laughs> some whiskey on top of that. Yeah, I make oh, an egg bake with spinach, eggs. and then I just pour a bottle of whiskey on <laughs> <laughs> No, more, uh, I mean, I think another uh, common, besides jello shots, would be... Um, gummy bears. Gummy bears or yeah. gummy worms. Gummy bears. We should do oh, that. I don't know, some gummy bears, they get, like... And so, like, vodka gummy bears, they get, like, real, like, Slimy. chewy. Oh, like, like Haribo. But, but they've got all that extra liquid. I don't really like yeah. them. It's like, Ooh, I like the gummy shit. lifesavers, though, dude. Whoa. Game changer. Dude. <laughs> so that's an option. Uh, you could also take your alcohol sublingually. Oh. Which under um, the tongue, under the tongue, or actually, how you would work these is not really an oil like CBD oil. You would just uh, hold it in your mouth for an extended Until period of time. Until it disintegrates, like really? swish it around. Well, because the same way as like if you I'm, take I CBD ghosted oil, that shot. I ghosted <laughs> it. Like, oh, okay. It gets absorbed from the membranes primarily under your tongue, so. Uh, it does work. I don't um, know about the nose, though. I think it burn. You just hold the alcohol in your mouth like, like this. <gasps> Can you, like, pour <laughs> I would love I don't know how long. I kind of yeah. want to do it to see how long it would take us to get drunk. Hey, bro, you guys want to do some drops real quick? And, uh, or you just use it, like, in the morning. You brush your teeth, and then you, like, usually like do, like, Listerine. a swig of mouthwash where you just kind of leave it in there for a while. <laughs> it's like, I can't talk to you for, like, two minutes. I go... Okay, are you going to say pour it in your ears? Because I don't like that one. Uh, I don't think no. you have that sort of membrane in your ears. But oh, you okay. could definitely take it vaginally. I mean, that's kind of... I a, can't. That, I mean, California... sexist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Or anally, okay. hold up. California, where you at? Vodka-soaked tampons. Yeah, but I mean, like, okay. 
So I think that's primarily an urban myth. In order to absorb a shot of alcohol, you have to use a super plus tampon. I have never in my life used a super plus tampon. I don't even know what that is. What's the regular size? Regular? Can get like like half an ounce if you're lucky, plus whatever you lose when you're trying to shove it up your puss. I'm saying like with our uh, circumference, what are we talking? I don't know how big a super plus tampon is. They're like, I feel like they're not that. They're not big. They're not that thick. Fucking like, like, They're not like, like, like you could put it's one. Like, <laughs> you could put one in easily or whatever. Like it'd be fine. But I'm saying once it's already absorbed, yeah. two ounces of liquor, we got, you're gonna we got insert easy. that in your foot. You gotta yeah, like shove it. Like how are you gonna get that? We in got there? easy. Maybe. We got medium. We got hard. We got super plus. Maybe you insert it first and then you just like. Flip upside down. And put well, this lady bottle. stuck it in a martini glass full of vodka, and she uh, actually commentated. She did like an experiment on the different size tampons, cardboard applicator there versus that. Wow. And uh, then she said she probably lost most of the liquor, which she's trying to like push it in her puss. And she's like, probably, it shouldn't have been yeah. that hard because I'm having three cans. Do not go through all that effort for one shot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's the point. That was her whole point. Just snort it. Just snort it. Or take your other option of well, inserting it anally, a.k.a. butt-chugging. Yeah. Butt-chugging. Right to the bloodstream. Well, and it also, oh, sorry, side note, I forgot. It also intensely fucking hurts in your pussy. Oh. Yeah, it would burn, right? Like fire water. Uh, I mean, like, almost called the cops. And she did it multiple times? She did it twice. It was a pain. For science. So the alternative would be anally, unless you have any glaring cuts. Probably Mm. would not burn like it Mm. does in the vagina. I have a lot of cuts Um, in my ass. There are a lot of. (laughs) Everyone's heard of butt chugging. Yeah. It's like people. Have you ever seen Jack? Actually, people do do that, and they're actually. Multiple. Do do? They do do that. <laughs> it was Multi- in that movie, um, <laughs> Cock Blockers. Multiple documented, like three or two or some shit. Like events of people dying from that. Uh, there was a man in like 2004 in Texas who was Texas. an alcoholic but couldn't drink anymore because he had like a throat, I don't know, cancer condition. Yeah, he's like, I can't get it down my stoma hole. So I think that was the guy that they found with like three liters of wine in it. It was like. Two 1.5 bottles of, sh- of sherry. It was like three three <laughs> bottles of wine in his ass. <laughs> Damn. Why would you use wine, though? <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, he died vodka. of alcohol poisoning. But um, no he's not the only one. However, I mean, most of the people that try this in, like, college or... He's like, let me get a fun pe- Cabernet. <laughs> can, we get a, can we get a nice... <laughs> can I have a nice cab? Like, do you have any Malbec? Yeah. Straight from do you have any Zinfandels I can stick up my ass? What do you recommend? Little. People have tried this, obviously. Colleges, people, I, I don't, uh, people do coffee enema, enemas too. Mm-hmm. People do this. Most people don't die of it if they get injured, but some people do get alcohol poisoning and also the most deaths and most of the time people who actually do this, it's because of a sexual paraphilia. Mm. They're like, in, a, like a, it's like, what is paraphilia? Clisphomania? Maybe pronouncing that wrong, but it's like the uh, paraphilia of wanting your butt filled with like liquid. Mm. <laughs> Sam. Whoa. Don't tell me out like that. <laughs> Whatever gets your rocks off. Well, wouldn't you technically save money? 
You take less alcohol to get you wasted yeah. from your ass. I mean, you're yeah, saving sorry. money. Do you recommend this method after well, all of your extensive? Well, research? I did a couple of uh, experiments, <laughs> butt chugging various. Three, three is done. <laughs> well, I was really dehydrated, so I butt chugged myself a, uh, a Gatorade. And then uh, <laughs> I was highly hydrated, so I put some coconut, uh, coconut water on my ass. It's refreshing. Uh, no, I have never butt chugged uh, an alcoholic beverage. McDonald's Sprite. Oh man, that shit was great. Well, it, <laughs> it was trash day the next day, and we were going to get groceries, and we were cleaning out the fridge. All right, and we had this fish oil. Oh, that's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw away the fish oil, but I don't have a use for it. My hair has never been shinier. <laughs> yeah. oh, you gotta get that Someone vitamins in there. Uh, vitamin E or something. That B- B12. B12. Yeah. B12 fish oil. I will leave you with one more method in which uh, you can get drunk without drinking, and that's if you somehow come down with. A disease called auto brewery syndrome. Oh, where you like auto brewery get like a yeast infection. Yep. So basically, the bacteria in your Blood stomach makes, and small intestine take carbohydrates from sugar and, and convert it, it and ferment oh, it. You, oh, so you're like yeah. a real brewery walking. It's uh, yeah, that's actually a thing. And people, if they eat I too mean, much, they they don't normally find out until they're like in their twenties or early teens. Um, they like, they're whatever. Kid being a dumbass at school was like, oh, they're oh, literally candy. fucking drunk. Like they eat a bowl of ice cream and they're fucking wasted. <laughs> what do no, they call that? that? Auto, Auto brewery brew. syndrome. You know, there's actually... Or endogenous uh, endogenous fermentation or something like that. Uh, drunkenness syndrome, which I don't really like. That's not really fair to them. They're not drunk. Yeah. But they are. Duh. Duh. They're just regular. But, but there are a couple, like, apparently there's people who have been, like, arrested for DUIs who, like, claim it. And oh. it's like, I'm coming. Mm. Doesn't their breath, like, always smell like alcohol or something? Uh, I don't... I don't... Like I don't know that for sure. I know, like, that it's terrible for the people who have it because even if they're just, like, hungover all the time. They feel hungover all the time. It's like, oh, that's shitty. Yeah, me too. I think I have. Like, a fun fun fact about that is that Adolf Coors actually had that disease, and that's why Coors tastes like piss water because it's... (laughs) He's just pissing with buttchuggers.com, the premier provider of beer butt bugs and beer butt bugs accessories. I can assure you, our products slip easily through your crack, but our quality does not. Bypass the downfalls of traditional alcohol consumption and sales tax by ordering online. Visit buttchuggers.com. Uh, Trent didn't really want to do any homework, so... I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> he's He was saying that it would be fun... Let's do a couple uh, personal stories. Personal stories. Let's embarrass ourselves. We had a little house party at my friend's house. All the it was a little house party, meaning little, that they all brought yeah. a tiny miniature dollhouse. Yes. 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 Actually, it was Precisely. in like <laughs> it was in like. A <laughs> so uh, I had my Polly Pocket. I was ready to go. I was the guy that was like, go on here. 
Everything you checked So out. we all fucking got drunk. <clears throat> and then somehow some like college kids like found out, came through. And then we were all like, oh, we're cool as fuck. We got college kids at this party. And we're all just... I just but got, they're at community yeah. college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Not, and then... Uh, so basically... Moral of the stories, you know, I fucking drank too much, as we all do. And I remember, the last thing I remember is fucking sitting on the couch. And then, that's it. Then the next next day, everybody told me what I did. And I guess, I was sitting on the couch. I woke up, and then I closed my legs and threw up all over my legs. <laughs> while these... High schoolers are getting picked up by their parents and shit. I fucking stood up because I was like, oh, I'm still throwing up, basically. Stood up. I need to go outside and throw up. And uh, so people are getting picked up by their parents. I fucking ran outside in the front door, turned into, like, the garden area. Then I fucking fell over and, like, hit my head on, like, a garden rock. (laughs) And then I woke up the next day and then... I believe I woke up at like five in the morning with like my boxers on only. Because no, you didn't get laid. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> I was just like, oh. <laughs> uh, and then uh, everybody was like slap boxing in the backyard at like five in the morning. <laughs> like I went out there and then joined the party and slap boxing my boxers. So oh, you, you can call it slap boxing, you know? Uh. Wow. That was like the first concussion out of six. Nah, I did. My concussions came came way earlier than that. Oh. But well, are you on an even number or, or an odd number of concussions? I'd say even. I, I like six, Okay, then you're six. not at risk of serial coloring because it's all evened itself out. Oh wow. Yeah, right. Oh, don't hit me on the head anymore, Sam. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But yeah, that was my first time of drinking. I'm not drinking, but getting fucking blackout, throwing up all over myself, and you know, passing out in someone's front yard. But if y'all have any other stories, oh, like our first time drinking. Yeah. Steve, do you have a first time drinking story? Well, my first blackout drinking story. My first. Minor in possession charge. <laughs> it was in a little town called Lincoln, Nebraska, which happens to be the top ten, on the top ten list of drinking towns, and here in the we United States of today. America. <laughs> no, I knew that, but I saw it again on the list. Um, so she me. Moved. Who is it? Me and Garrett and Tom were up in Lincoln, and we went to a house show. And uh, this is a house show where they were looking at an open house. Of like, a home oh yeah, show. Oh yeah, what's this? Uh, ranch style house? Yeah, yeah. Very three nice. bedroom, two bath. You got oh, some chocolate chip cookies for me to. No, we were cool, cool kids back then. We were watching rock and roll, drinking beers. You know, USA. Hey. Anyways, we got somebody to buy us a case or something, and we are drinking, and then... So, trying to be good good kids, and we're like, oh, well, let's get out of here, you know? I'm pretty drunk, but let's go back to our buddy Andy's 
dormitory, which should be you know, a couple blocks from here, happens to be the coldest day of the year. It's like minus 16 that day. Oh As we were leaving, I think we had a, a, a dirty 30 of high life. So we were like mostly through it. I think we had like six left and it was like the three of us. And then of course people stole some. But while we were leaving, uh, Garrett uh, went and found some people that gave him a bunch of Sailor Jerry's. There you go. Spicer rum. Or, or, uh, it was either Sailor Jerry's or Captain. And he Oops. just like, like, oh, what? Well, I would have myself a drink. And it was funny because Garrett was wasted and it was freezing and it was snowy and his pants kept falling down. <laughs> and we'd be like going across the street and he'd run. Like Gary, and then his pants fell freeze. down and it was really funny. <laughs> and then, so then we got to this uh, parking garage. We were like, ooh, yeah. Shelter, parking garage, less cold. Happened to be a parking garage that the police had, like, their offices in. <laughs> nice. And uh, we were being really loud. Ooh. And uh, Tom... On street, I know exactly what you're talking about. Tom had uh, a beer in his back pocket. Inappropriate. And I think I did too. And uh, then we got in trouble with the police. But it was really funny. Like, hey! Kids, what are you doing over there? Yeah. Good <laughs> times. Like, you better GPR get out of here. In conclusion, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think me and Megan want to tell you guys uh, to avoid alcohol. Yeah. It is not good. I will fuck your life up. You should not partake in that and it's dangerous. So we got the five fast facts. So, number one, as all you Red Dead Redemption players, Megan, huh? in professional shooting, alcohol is actually considered to be a performance-enhancing drug because shooters can drink to relax themselves and slow their heart to give them an edge. That's how I get through work every day and be a top performer. I'm not lying. It's just facts. Number two, Walgreens Pharmacy franchise grew from 20 to 400 stores during Prohibition due to liquor prescriptions. (gasps) Yeah. I just have some trouble sleeping. I need some booze. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so do all of us. Sure. Put the cocaine back in the Coca-Cola. Yeah. Which I is said. similar to America, <laughs> medical marijuana uh, today. Make wow. Coca-Cola. Coke the world is not much Put Xanax and everything, no. please. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number Seriously. three. Mountain Dew was made to be mixed with whiskey. Uh, I don't think Ooh, that would I've be never, a very I, I, good okay. taste. I think I, I have tried it, and it's like, had oh, it's okay. I will, have you? I will say one thing. <laughs> whiskey and Monster Energy drinks. Ew. Whiskey tastes seven. like a Jolly Rancher. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm good with Whiskey like Sevens. I'm good with Whiskey Dr. Pepper. Oh, Seven and Sevens. That's what the Lobster Boy drank, and he murdered <clears> people. Yeah. What are you, a fucking Lobster Boy? Yeah, yeah. 14. Yeah, Seven <laughs> and seven. Are we doing math? <laughs> yeah. But, okay, number four. When King Charles II of Navarre was deathly ill, his physician ordered him to be wrapped and sewn into bed sheets that had been pre-soaked in brandy. A careless servant used a candle to burn a loose thread away, which set fire to the cloth and buried the king alive. Oh, my God. Whoop! 
deserves it. You know, sometimes you know, sometimes you think like I made a mistake at work. No, eh, well, you, you like, haven't. Instead of like pulling the string, well, I'll just light uh, it on fire. Put my string. <laughs> and the last one is after Germany okay. surrendered in World War Dewey, everyone in Moscow partied until the entire city literally ran out of vodka. They just they drank everything. Whoa. Sounds like a Russian thing to do. Yeah. Whoa. And so to search terms, we're going to talk about vintage ways to say you're drunk. He has been licking up. Oh, lick it up, big daddy. <laughs> Stop it, big daddy. He fell off the water wart. Ugh. Mm-hmm. He had a still on. Ooh. I'll show you a still on. He is all mops and brooms. Ugh. He is weak on his pins. That means he has... I don't know what that means. I don't know. He's weak on his shims. He is as full as a tick. Ew, full hey. blood. Whoa, whoa. About to burst. He's off his nut. Yeah. He has a nut in ages. <laughs> he is on the re-rough. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, that is gross. That is gross. Or he's on the rantan. <laughs> he's feeling his oats. Hauling oats. He's feeling his oats. So we encourage you guys to start using these terms when, when describing your drunk friends. Yeah, he's been taking a little of Patty's eye water. Ooh, I love Patty's mm-hmm. eye water. He has no. more sail than a balance. Why is it always he, though? Wow, and sorry. she has her main brace well spiced. Ooh, I'm sorry, using that. Oh, she can't lie down without holding on. Big daddy. <laughs> oh god, she must be really wasted. She is in her pots. <laughs> She's in pots. Get out of those goddamn frying pans. I feel like it's like that one's like more of like a Zelda thing where you're just like throwing pots and breaking them all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Trying to get, get hard to like, get though. out of there. Rubies are there. <laughs> yeah, I need my rubies. Rubies. <laughs> she has a pink tea drunk. What does that even she, mean? <laughs> she has been measuring sidewalks upside down. <laughs> what? Dangerous. He has got Dangerous. more than the lolos. If you step on a crack upside down on a sidewalk, what does that mean for your mama? Uh, big mama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he's fucking wasted. He's trash. He's been on the hooch. Well, we'd like to he's thank you guys. He's the sauce. He's on the juice. Slurping on that juice. We'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today and learning about yes. some alcoholses. Yeah, don't do what I did. If you guys want to send us a, a fun drunk story, go ahead and send us an email at clearhistorypodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week for sure because we did uh, record the next episode back in June. Thanks, Trent and Sam, for coming on. Bye.
Heyo, I'm Eric. Heyo, I'm Ross. And we're the hosts of the Always Sunny Cast, a podcast by us, two no-name, low-level improv comedians, where we watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia and then talk about it in podcast form. Eric, what can the listeners of the Always Sunny Cast expect? They can expect us to go in chronological order. Scene by scene, episode by episode? They certainly can. They can expect us to play some clips. Ooh, like from the show? Directly from the show. Ooh, that's awesome. They can expect us to talk about everything through the angle of improv comedy. Maybe talk about improv a little too much. Ooh, I love talking improv. (laughs) They can expect us to bring them the most detailed and comprehensive look at what makes Always Sunny so special and such a funny show that it is. Wow, this podcast must cost a million dollars. Actually, it's free right now if you go to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast, and you put in offer code Fiance Katie. Ooh, what a deal! The Always Sunny Cast. Wherever you get your podcasts, we'll see you there, jabronis. Later, bonus.